Hi, my name is Jovi. My name is Charlie. And you're listening to Bad Crime, Bad Crime Stories. Stories. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's like not even close. No, not even a little bit. I, I that feel was like your bad. That, no, that was my bad. But I feel like this is going to be a fun thing to go through and for our listeners to hear so they can see that we are not perfect. <laughs> oh, God. I think that they figured that out so far. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, think that that's a secret. <laughs> I mean, I would hope so by now. I would yeah. hope so. So, so, yeah. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. Man, oh, man. We are still, um, we're still in Zoom uh, recording mode at this point. Um, as as you know, if you've been listening, you know that I've uh, <clears throat> been recovering from the vid. And uh, Jovi is actually getting ready to take a vacation to Italy and we do not want there to be any cross contamination or any reason why she might not be able to enjoy her trip. So we are staying separated. We got to keep it separated until um, really honestly, until she returns back stateside. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because, you know, we're playing it safe. And then probably even when I come back from Italy, it wouldn't hurt for me to quote unquote quarantine for a week. So, oh yeah. Yeah. But, but Mm -hmm. yes, I don't want to have anything stop me from going to Italy. I've literally been counting down since the day that I booked these tickets and I want to go. So, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so uh, another zoom meeting, another show. Um, The I'm I'm actually going to be reading the bed crime story tonight, but my story is super, super, super short. So we are going to take the opportunity to um, kind of chat about some stuff, do some true crime headlines mm-hmm. and uh, have mm-hmm. a conversation about some stuff we've been watching uh, before we jump into the story. So, uh, Jovi, did you want to do your true crime headline first? Yeah, I sure can. OK, sure. My true crime headline is from people.com. Because, you mm-hmm. know, we love people.com. And it was from February 7th, which was Monday, Monday, which was Monday. Mm-hmm. Michigan mother claimed to hear threatening voices through the TV before killing daughter. Mm. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. this little girl is absolutely fucking adorable. So this is heartbreak. I mean, it would be heartbreaking even if she wasn't adorable, but it's now even more so. So, yeah. so check this. Okay. A Michigan Michigan mom accused of killing her toddler daughter allegedly told police a hallucination of SpongeBob SquarePants told her through her television to kill the child. My God, my God. I mean, if she would have said that Squidward told her, I'd be like somewhat believing it. (laughs) (laughs) Squidward's grumpy, but no, that's just, that's absolutely awful. That's horrifyingly awful. Yep. And apparently this happened back in September, um, but it's online records are confirming that the 22 year old Justine Johnson has been charged with felony murder and first degree child abuse Jeez. for killing her daughter Sutton. Um, there's actually, hold on. I want to read this one part. Um, okay. So at the time that she killed her daughter, she was going through heroin withdrawal. And she yeah. allegedly admitting to using cocaine on the day of the killing, according to Oof. CNN. That's a hell uh, of a combination, huh? For real. For real. So yeah, SpongeBob told her to kill her daughter. And so she did what SpongeBob said. So yeah. 
That's horrifying. It was, yeah. And it's just, it's just sad. It's just sad. And like the baby, she, she had just turned three, like 10 days before she got, she was killed. That's, it's horrifying. That's absolutely horrifying story. It really, really is. But yeah, that is my, Mm. uh, my true crime headline for today. Mine is also uh, heroin related. Um, Yeah. My true crime headline is from oxygen.com published on February 8th, 2022. Um, and the headline reads man found guilty of stepdaughter's murder forced her to take lethal dose of heroin. Oh shit. He became a suspect in her murder after GPS placed him at the crime scene. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So this happened in Virginia. Um, he was found guilty of murdering his adopted stepdaughter by forcefully giving her a lethal dose of heroin. He's 43 years old. She was 18 at the time. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he was found guilty of first-degree murder and concealment of a body. Uh, she had disappeared while visiting her parents' home in the Tarleton area of Norfolk. Nope, <laughs> Norfolk. <laughs> nope, um, of Norfolk, Virginia. Holy shit! Wow. Um, this was back in 2015. Jesus, March of 2015. Yeah, um, she was on spring break from college. She was a freshman. And um, he became a suspect quite quickly, it says, as part of the missing persons investigation, they police, uh, they searched his van and found a roll of duct tape, work gloves and a shovel. Like, really? And then they found her in Southampton County, um, the property where Re- Wesley's van had been parked about 50 miles from her parents home. Now, was he high when he did this or he just wanted to kill her? My guess is he probably would have to be. Um Let's see. Police learned he was living at a local motel where they found heroin and nine millimeters of ammunition and nine millimeter ammunition, mm-hmm. not nine millimeters of ammunition. That's like <laughs> not a thing. Um, but yeah, they said, um, so she, he was kicked out of his wife's home days before her disappearance for his erratic behavior and alleged drug dependency. Now, there you go. They claim that he abducted Angelica from the home while she was folding laundry so he could sexually assault her. So he was just like a winner all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah model citizen and everything yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like award winning Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, the defense of course painted her as a person who was depressed and said that she took her own life uh with the heroin so you know that's just of course of course but um post-mortem hair analysis proved that she did not have a history of drug uh, drug abuse so it did prove that wrong wow oh yeah he's like i said winner all around just wow i i I honestly don't even know what to say that that just mm-hmm. oh my god awful that is awful that is very awful yeah so those are our uh those are our depressing true crime heads yes <laughs> maybe uh spongebob told him to do it too <laughs> hey you know what you never know maybe spongebob has a killing cult and stranger things have happened i guess you know you know you, yeah. you never know you never know he hit he hit bikini rock bottom wow what wow <laughs> wow that just no? happened okay gentlemen. that just happened uh, no okay <laughs> so oh, so, on that that note. <laughs> so jovi are you watching anything fun um anything you're crying me i'm actually working on binging the last season of dexter um mm. the one that was just on shoot showtime the one it was just on showtime, showtime. Mm-hmm. And I'm about halfway through and I really like it so far. Um, I don't know 
how much you know about the reboot so i won't i won't um ruin anything but it's it's really good so far it's really interesting the angle that they're taking it's just it's it's good it's really really yeah. good yeah i watched that whole show but i i haven't i don't have showtime so i didn't watch uh any of the reboot but um i want to but i feel like i need to watch I need to watch at least the last season of Dexter in order to jump back into that, um, to the reboot, but yeah, I've not gotten there. They do reference things like there's little Easter eggs from the previous seasons. Um, mm-hmm. For example, his kill shirt. You knew he was going to kill when mm-hmm. he was wearing that shirt. Now it's yeah. not exactly that shirt, but it's the same material and the dark color right. like it was. So little, little things little here throwbacks. and there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah um but yeah besides dexter i've actually been doing a bob's burger watch (laughs) just because it's it's honestly stupid humor i enjoy Mm -hmm. it it's silly and when we do a podcast like this and you know and watch dexter you kind of want something on the brighter side Mm -hmm. so yeah i've been watching bob's burgers i rewatched mindhunter like i mentioned um in the last episode or the episode before that mm-hmm. but yeah that's that's what i have going on now nothing new nothing new really what about you yeah i'm still in the middle of my criminal minds binge i like can't stop watching it I, it's <laughs> honestly it's really funny because like i and i know when i talked about this when i first started the the uh, blah, blah, the criminal minds binge mm-hmm. i was like oh it's so daunting there's so many episodes how am i ever gonna get through it i'm like running through the episodes because mm-hmm. i can't stop watching it like mm-hmm. i cannot shut it off mm-hmm. so um yeah i'm still in the throes of my criminal minds rewatch now it's funny that you mentioned watching bob's burgers is like your light you know light fair mm-hmm. i'm watching something that's making me laugh but it's still murder related it's absolutely hilarious it's on netflix it's called murderville have you seen the thing for it i have i haven't watched it yet though dude dude it is so absolutely brilliantly funny okay brilliantly funny so it's will arnett is the lead uh actor in it Mm -hmm. so we know will arnett from snl and you know whatever right so will arnett obviously comedian comedian he he was on um actually he might not have even been on snl i know he was on um jesus christmas what the hell is the name of that stupid show arrested development yeah but anyway, anyway, so he's absolutely hysterical. The show <laughs> is really funny. It's only like six episodes long, half hour episodes. Nice. And the premise is he's a detective. Tony Seattle is <laughs> his name in the show. Okay. And he's a he's a um homicide detective. And every episode he has a celebrity trainee. Oh my to god. Be partner. And they don't have a script so the celebrity guest star doesn't have a script and they have to just like play along and then they at the very end of the episode the celebrity guest star has to guess who the murderer was that's amazing it is that's absolutely amazing. hysterical oh it's absolutely hysterical i've only watched the first four episodes because like okay. i don't want it to end because it's so funny <laughs> um the first episode was with conan o'brien I mean, oh hysterical. my god i love hysterical. conan o'brien i uh-huh. think he's hysterical and yeah, yeah i'm gonna have to check yes. this show out it sounds dude like, so much fun like i'm smiling thinking about it my cheeks hurt <laughs> the second episode <laughs> um the celebrity guest star is marshawn lynch the okay. football player 
uh-huh. fucking hilarious. Um, then who else did I watch? Annie uh, Murphy or Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek, mm-hmm. who plays Alexis. She's mm-hmm. on it. And oh gosh, who was the other celebrity guest that I've watched so far? Shit. Now I don't remember who the other one was, who the other celebrity guest was. But let me tell you, dude, hilarious. Hilarious. Okay. Highly recommend 10 out of 10. And I will tell you, my boyfriend, who is not a true crime person at all, like not zero interest, mm-hmm. zero, less than zero interest. <laughs> he was walking through the living room the other day and I happened to have it on. I was dying on the couch laughing, like out loud belly laughing. And he kind of like stopped and was watching. He's like, what is this? He's like, this is hysterical. I'm like, right. <laughs> it's just, it's so funny. And it's like, I love anything that has like an original premise. Mm. You know, oh mm-hmm. my god, it's fucking funny. And like, I know Sharon Stone is on one of is on the next episode. I haven't watched it yet. Nice. And, oh my uh, gosh, yeah. random. I know, I know. And Ken Jong. Nice. It's funny, dude. Oh, the one it's with Ken hilarious. is going to be hysterical. It's mm-hmm. going to be hysterical. Wow. Yeah. All so, right, Murderville. Well, I'm putting that on my watch list because that sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll watch Criminal Minds up until it's time for bed, and then I watch one episode of Murderville, and then I go to bed. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <clears throat> yeah. That's very fair. Keeps the, f- keeps the nightmares away. I have a feeling you're going to watch that as many times as you watch Ted Lasso, if not more. Oh, easy. Easy. Mm-hmm. I just finished another rewatch Ted Lasso. Did you really? Well, I finally got my boyfriend to watch it. Oh, okay. You guys just finished it. And he it? loved it, which made me so happy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. He absolutely loved it because I was so nervous he wasn't going to like it because I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm actually wearing my AFC Richmond shirt again I today because I wear it all the time. I see that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, he loved it. So it made me happy. Good. Good. I'm glad because that would have really sucked if he didn't. Dude, I would have been so mad. Fists would have flown. Yeah. Like, this would have flown. You need better taste. <laughs> like, I know you're dating me and everything, but you need better taste. Because besides dating me, your taste sucks. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. I'm the only thing that you succeeded at. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's you, terrible. Are, are you? Are you? <sighs> maybe. 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 Um, and not true crime related, related at all. I am obsessed, mm-hmm. and I know you are too, with Encanto. Like, oh my God, I can't I, stop singing those stupid fucking I know. songs every, every damn day. And I've watched mm-hmm. it at least five, six times over. And mm-hmm. it's funny, speaking of Encanto that I brought up, um, when I was on my training call today, I, um, I thought I was on mute and I wasn't. <laughs> and Aww. I started singing, we don't talk about Bruno and thank God there was only like four other people in there with me and we were, it hadn't actually started yet. Like we were waiting for the last of the people to join. And <laughs> thankfully they knew what I was singing and they like laughed and they're like, I love that movie. So I was like, Oh my God, thank God. Because that would have been <laughs> really bad if they were like, okay, that's cool. So, you know, I will tell you as a, as a corporate trainer who does most of her trainings virtually, mm-hmm. if any of my trainees were singing, we don't talk about Bruno before a class started, I would be very happy as well. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm sure you gave everybody a good chuckle. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. And being the new kid on the block in this department, I I think it it gave me some props because if you don't love that movie, there's something (laughs) wrong. There's something wrong. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Well, I guess it's about that time Mm -hmm. for us to jump into tonight's bed crime story. Mm -hmm. 
So um, my bad crime story is another listener request. Super excited about this. This is also not only another listener request. This is another listener request that I'm coming uh, to way, way, way too late (laughs) and took me way too long to get to. Um, Again, it was one of those things where like, I was just really riding the struggle bus trying to figure out what I wanted to write about this week and uh, looked back in our DMs. And I found this one from Gwendolyn uh, from back in June, which makes Mm. me feel like a real big shit bag Mm -hmm, that it took mm -hmm. me this long. Um, But this one is uh, it's the murder of Lorenzo Gonzalez Cacho. Oh, and um, yeah. So she told us the story is a huge case in Puerto Rico um, that it had plenty of news coverage and really, truly, from what I could see, like kind of still does. Mm -hmm. It happened back in 2010. Um, and like I said, still to this day seems to get a lot of, uh, media attention. <clears throat> it is currently unsolved. Mm. She compared the case to that of John Benet Ramsey oh, wow. with like, uh, details of the case kind of, well, yeah, details of the case and the fact that, um, like it's still something that's so sensational, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I also saw in the article I was reading that it's, you know, compared to the murder of Kaylee Anthony. So it's just like up there with notorious, yeah, yeah 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 so it's oh, it's, wow. it's definitely an interesting one now like i said unfortunately the story is really short and i'm going to tell you why i only have two resources tonight wikipedia and primeraora.com now from the title of that you can tell that most of the references actually all of the references other than or all the sources other than wikipedia i found were in spanish charlie does not speak spanish <laughs> like <laughs> Encanto is like the peak of my <laughs> Spanish uh, knowledge. So you mean those wonderful years in Spanish class in high school, you retained nothing? Retained nada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> or let me say muy poquito. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Muy, muy poquito. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, so all of the resources I found other than Wikipedia were in Spanish. And I was only able to get a viable translation for this one article. Oh, wow. Um, So that's why my story is so short, because obviously you would assume that with as much news coverage as I'm claiming it has, and as Gwendolyn told us it has, um, I'd have a lot more information. Unfortunately, I do not. So with that limited information, I'm going to now tell you the story of the murder of Lorenzo Gonzalez Cacho. Okay. Lorenzo was an eight-year-old Puerto Rican boy who was murdered in his home on March 9th, 2010. Um, His mother and his two sisters were in the house at the time of his death. Ooh. Yeah. So he was born on November 29th, 2001, and he was the middle child of three, uh, born to Ana or Anna Cacho and Ahmed Ali Gonzalez at the, and at the time of his death, Anna and Ahmed were in the process of getting a divorce. Um, his sisters were 13 and five years old when he died. So on the morning of March 9th, 2010, Anna Cacho took Lorenzo to the treatment and diagnostic center in Dorado, Puerto Rico. She arrived there sometime between five and five 30 AM with, uh, Lorenzo covered in blood. Oh my God. Yeah, he was pronounced dead at the clinic. Upon questioning, Anna stated that her youngest daughter woke up, um, woke her up screaming. So her youngest daughter slept in the bed with Lorenzo. They shared a bed. And she said that when she woke up, her hair was wet with blood. <gasps> mm-hmm. 
And she guessed that Lorenzo had fallen out of bed. However, the story was proven false after the autopsy revealed severe injuries to his face and head, including three stab wounds to the face. Holy shit. Yeah, no, he didn't fall out of bed. No, 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 no. By March 19th, so only 10 days after his death, Anna was named as the suspect in her, in his murder. Mm. Her two young daughters were removed from the home and placed in foster homes temporarily. um, But then they were removed from foster homes and placed under the sole custody of their father, Ahmed Ali Gonzalez. Mm. So Anna and her mother hired a private detective to try and help investigate the murder and to help clear Anna's name. Mm -hmm. But within nine months of hiring him, his private detective's license was revoked, stemming from a complaint filed by Anna and her mother um, because they were trying to stop a publication of a book on the case. They were unsuccessful in stopping the publication of a book. Now, I couldn't tell if it was that the private detective himself was writing the book Mm -hmm. or if he was providing information to those who were writing the book. Um, But they filed a complaint against him and his private detective's license was revoked. No shit. Yeah. So during the course of the investigation, three other people were named as suspects in the murder of Lorenzo. So the first person other than Anna, who was, um, named was jesus Gennaro camacho who was anna cacho's boyfriend at the time of the murder he was identified as a suspect on october 26 2011 um he denies being in the house when the incident occurred and he has maintained still to this day that he is innocent okay um arnaldo cologne who went by naldi was a friend of anna cacho and it was rumored that he was in the house on the night of the murder um william marrero rivera was actually a federal agent working for the United States Immigration and Customs Enforcement, or ICE, Mm -hmm. um, in Puerto Rico. And he was identified as a suspect in August of 2012 by authorities. Allegedly, he was also present in Anna Cacho's house the night of the murder. What? Yeah. Now, on March 9th, 2015, on the fifth anniversary of the murder, the Puerto Rico Department of Justice announced that those three men and Anna were all no longer considered suspects in the case. So we're now introduced to Luis Gustavo Rivera Ciejo, better known as El Manco. Okay. So yes, El Manco was a homeless man um, who grew up in the neighborhood near where um, Lorenzo and his mother and two sisters lived. Mm -hmm. Now he happened to be released from jail the night of the murder. He was incorrectly released from jail the night of the murder, but he was indeed released from jail the night of the murder. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. I could see how he has now become a suspect. That Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. And he was identified as a possible suspect early in the investigation. And allegedly, Rivera Ciejo confessed to the crime, but authorities discarded his involvement um, pretty much right from the get-go due to the lack of evidence confirming what he would say and and any evidence tying him to being in the house um, on that night Mm. he was also diagnosed with a mental disorder so that was another reason why they kind of dismissed what he was saying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so on march 8th 2016 uh 
Judge Jessica Morales determined probable cause for arrest for murder against Luis Gustavo Rivera Siejo, El Manco, uh, for Lorenzo's death. <clears throat> so he confessed, like I said, he confessed at the beginning of the investigation, but it was kind of pushed mm-hmm. aside at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then he did wind up confessing several other times. He did like retract and then confess and then retract and confess. So very similar to Otis Tool in the um, Adam Walsh case, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like, sorry, but I mean, like, how many times are you going to confess and recant and confess and recant? You know, like, I, I don't under, I don't understand that. Well, so they have suspicions as to why he did that. So, okay. um his confession, like I said, his confessions weren't considered valid at first, again, because nothing added up and because of his um, mental disorder that had gone, that he was diagnosed with. Mm-hmm. There was also never a murder weapon found. Um, but some believe that he would continue to confess because he preferred jail to being homeless. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Yes. But yeah, but on April 28th, 2016, Another judge explained the confession was full of errors and that there is no forensic evidence, DNA, fingerprints, et cetera, that could prove the presence of El Manco and Cacho's residence. Damn. Yep. So the case gained widespread, widespread notoriety throughout the island when the gossip news show Super es- Exclusivo started following it closely. <clears throat> While following the case, a number of irregularities were brought to light. Uh, chief among those is the crime scene itself. So the crime scene was never secured. And after investigators initially came to the crime scene, they it was cleaned before forensics could thoroughly analyze it. <sighs> um, and and honestly not gonna lie, that's kind of the end of the story uh the murder wow. of lorenzo is still unsolved that's kind of where we're at wow there there's that's not a lot of information at <clears throat> at all so i could understand mm-hmm. i could understand how it's still open and there's probably mm-hmm. a crap ton of um theories that are out there just like john bonnet but mm-hmm. nobody knows for sure which one is true yeah. and which one yeah. is just not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also similar, honestly, also similar to Jean Monnet of the not securing the crime scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how many people walked through that crime scene? Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that when her body was recovered, instead of her father, like leaving her where he found her, he grabbed her body and moved her. Mm-hmm. So like all of that evidence was now tainted and mm-hmm. he kept touching her and touching her face. And it's like, okay, well now if your evidence is on her body, if your DNA is on her body, you just Touched made it her. so that way we can't. Yeah. And yeah. So it's, it's one of those things of like, coming so far to understand why it's so important to secure that crime scene from the very, very beginning, you know? Yeah. It's definitely, definitely relatable as far as the two, the two crimes are concerned. So, yeah. And like, even, even if um, the crime scene wasn't cleaned up, it was still, it still wasn't blocked off or anything. So would anything even be credible? at that right. point because it could have been planted it could have been a number of things so mm-hmm. you'd be screwed either way at that point yep wow that's sad yeah crazy eight years old that poor mm-hmm. family yep i still don't i again i've mentioned this tons of times before i don't understand why people kill tr- 
kill children. I don't know. I just, I just can't. No, nope, nor can I. I mean, children aren't in my life's journey, but I don't hate them to where I want to kill them. You know, like that makes correct. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. It's absolutely Agreed. ridiculous. Wow. So yeah, so that's tonight bed crime story. Like I said, super short, but mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. a really sad one. And uh, thank you, Gwendolyn, for sending that story into us. And yes, um, thank you. You know, we haven't done. I mean, really, any murders outside of the continental, the upper 48, if you will. Mm, um, mm-hmm. So we haven't done much. We no. haven't done much outside of the U.S. No, we're gonna, so, we're, we're I mean, obviously, Puerto that. Rico is a obviously Puerto Rico is a territory. Right. But, um, right. You know, yeah. No, that's we, another that's another conversation. I have. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we should definitely start doing some internationally mm-hmm. stories. Ooh, maybe yes. maybe I'll do one that took place in Italy when I come back. Mm, see that way yeah Mm. that'd be fun Mm -hmm. um well we have our message from so i don't know if if you guys know of the podcast called horror house um it's hosted by um, a man named dom we love him very much he's he and us and dom uh correspond a lot through instagram he's based out of the uk and um we've chatted with him about possibly if at all possible maybe doing some sort of a collab and uh the last i heard from him was last night he's like also i wanted to run an idea by you and i'm like what's the idea he hasn't answered (laughs) me back yet so i'm excited i guarantee you that's what he's gonna say yes but hopefully hopefully we will um have some more uk stories um if if for no other reason inspired by our friend dom from horror house um, yes. yes. And if you haven't listened to Horror House yet, please do. He's um he's a really fun host and uh he tells some he tells some really, really, really great stories. So make sure you check him out. Um mm-hmm. he actually just did a story on um Action Park in New Jersey. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned oh, Action I like, Park. <laughs> yeah, I said to him, I'm like, I'm like, Dom, this is great. I'm like, Jovi and I are both from New Jersey. I can't wait to listen. It was so good. It was such a good episode. Nice. I'll have to listen to it. I haven't had yeah. a chance yet. Oh He's my fantastic. god, that's too funny. So yeah. yeah. I'll have to. Oh, and we did um, well, okay. Again, it was Ed Kemper was here, but we had our request from Eddie over in the UK. Yes. Yes. So yes. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have, we'll to, have to start branching more. out a little bit. Internationale. Internationale. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Super exclusive. Well, you know what? That that just means that our our friends overseas could send us some of, you know, some of their people that they're interested in hearing more about because you know Mm -hmm. obviously being from the u.s we know more about our serial killers and happenings because we live here so Mm -hmm. you guys overseas send us your ideas send us Mm -hmm. names of peoples we'll cover them for you no problem Mm -hmm. (sighs) well that's it man that's 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 it that's a wrap for this week's episode i think that might be the shortest episode in bed crime stories history mm, maybe not the shortest in history but it's definitely the shortest charlie episode <laughs> that is true sure. <laughs> that is true yeah you're you're definitely infamous for the longer of the episodes not a bad thing not a bad thing it's, at all. it's all right i'm a big old a big old windbag it's all right <laughs> don't shut the hell up it's fine you know. <laughs> i didn't say that no, uh, those are not the words employed. that came in my mouth fyi um but <sighs> Yeah. Why, don't you, why don't you bring us home, Jovi? I will do that. Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode. Albeit short, it was still another episode. 
Uh, we love you guys. We are doing this for you. We appreciate all your love and support. Mm-hmm. So be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend. Um, mm-hmm. Do all that stuff on whatever platform you're listening on because that helps us out greatly. And we'd love to have more friends uh, mm-hmm. because friends are fun. Um, Fish are friends, not food. <laughs> Fish are friends, not food. <laughs> That was horrible. I'm so sorry. It wasn't too, too bad. I actually no. thought it was going to be worse. You did pretty good. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, tell uh, like I was just saying, send us an email at bedcrimestoriespod at gmail.com with your story mm-hmm. suggestions. If you just want to say hi, if you want to tell us about your day, anything, you know, we, mm-hmm. we enjoy getting to talk to you guys. So definitely take us up on that. Um, also you can find us on our social meds at bed crime mm-hmm. stories on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can also send us DMS on Instagram as well. Tell us what you want to hear and be kind, just be kind, smile, mm-hmm. you know, just be respectful. And so I mm-hmm. think that's it. Did I cover it all? I think I did. I think you covered it all. Yeah. Okay. Sounds about right. All right. Well, guys have a great night day morning until uh, until next time sweet Sweet dreams dreams. that was bad (laughs) our theme song is the song industrial music box by kevin mcleod at incompetech.com licensed under creative commons by attribution 3.0 creativecommons.org backslash licenses, backslash by, backslash 3.0.